Hey everybody, it's your Dungeon Master Woody here. We just want to welcome you to Bards of New York, our actual play D&D podcast. Thank you for your support and for giving our little podcast a download. And please, if you enjoy it, let all your friends know about all of the wonders and magic of Bards of New York. for tuning in folks uh we are just wrapping things up hope so, to see you next week yeah see you next week <laughs> hi guys if you can hear me now welcome back good to see you uh as you join us for another episode another installment of bards of new york last week we had a fun chill golf with friends session how yeah. was that it was a good time it was a good time Excellent. There was yeah. some fun shenanigans fun shenanigans that's i mean i feel like that's what golf with friends was designed to do is mm-hmm. like be a show for fun shenanigans. Uh, and we have certainly shenanigans to get up to today. Uh, their degree of fun depends on how much fun you decide to pour into the shenanigans you're inextricably going to get up to <laughs> in this strange little city. But before we get into any of that, just a few quick announcements. As always, if you haven't yet, jump on our Discord. Uh, it's especially pertinent now to find us there because there are some fun things, uh, sort of extracurricular <laughs> bars things happening. That uh, you're definitely going to want to watch that space for. Uh, I, there's not too much on my end to say about that at the moment, but definitely, if you happen to be a fan of anything Nicolas Cage, keep a close eye on our Discord. I'll say that. Hannah, anything to add to that point? Um, the golf with friends stuff. We're hoping to make a more regular thing, maybe like a monthly thing, depending on schedules. But we really enjoyed it. We liked talking about. D&D existential stuff with our philosophy major over here and um, also just chilling and hanging out with you in a more casual sense so we're looking forward to doing that more and then just keep an eye out on our discord or our socials for other extracurricular bard stuff like um, guesting on different things and and showing up in other people's podcasts and stuff like that oh and um Thursday is Trans Day of Visibility. Hell yeah. So if you want resources, I will post a link in our Discord. But to all of our transgendered friends and family out there, we love you. You deserve happiness. You deserve to live your life to the fullest. And you are valid. And this is a a safe space for you. Yep. Sort of goes to the point that we were making few weeks back that that's if we haven't said it enough that this is for all walks of life this this is a absolutely that no better way to put it right it's a safe space and as you know the world continues to you know carve away at the remaining safe spaces this will in perpetuity remain one um trying to think if there's anything else needs saying but i'm good on my front Mm -hmm. you guys are which means before we dive back into our wild and growing world here, we got to jump into this week's bout of tarot. Last week, uh, Hannah, you pulled the sun. The week before, Drew pulled temperance. So, takes us back to the seats keep switching, but takes us back to Kyle for pick four. This is episode ten. Oof. Here, I... take your shot. What is it? Ah, it's the star, but it's some funny art for the star. 
Oh. Um, girl Sarah is a star. She is a that star. she is. Yeah. She well knows it. Um, the star, a guiding it. light, a distant path forward, uh, an opportunity, perhaps. That's that's where the star is sitting with us today, and an opportunity you indeed have, as we venture back down to the world and the continent itself of Regulus. And just in brief, what I have for last session, uh, we had a little more crafting uh, after <laughs> uh, Ishtar, we had some shenanigans with you in your prime domain where you basically made a door to scry down onto Regulus. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, our other two <laughs> members of the, the Three Musketeers here uh, were trying to breach away into your prime domain with, or like find a password for you as you taunted them uh, to which Unan at one point uttered a word of power spoke the, uh, a, a charged version of the word open uh, to which there was some response as of yet unseen uh, <laughs> oh shit would you uh, open yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, then we did some crafting you basically Ishtava made a or in the beginning phases of crafting a season of mm -hmm. sorts, uh, of life, you know, springing eternal, one way or another, streets of Brooklyn. Loud-ass truck out there. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys made your way down to the west coast of Regulus, where you bumped into a, a, a fairly snooty merchant, a scout, uh, named Ilrayad. East Coast. East coast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You successfully, it seems, deceived him into thinking that you guys are all travelers from the Far East, and after a little bit of uh, successful intimidation, he agreed to ferry you across to his territory, uh, quote-unquote, his sort of like clientele base of Brighthorn, with the caveat that you'd want to go and come back or go and find shelter before night fell. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was sort of early... Late afternoon, early evening time, uh, as you guys arrived in Brighthorn, though again the time of day is not the easiest thing to tell given the heavy cloud cover over everything. And you found your way across the waters to the shores of this strange small little peninsula village comprised of some little smatterings of, of rock outcroppings around the area and then these five main small little islands tethered together by uh, wooden planks and fairly shoddy masonry. Uh, on which the village of Brighthorn is spread and scattered across. And on the southernmost of these five islands, you were uh, sort of arrived at the little dock, greeted by a swath of rag-wearing villagers and a elderly man, an elderly human man, bearing the, some sort of priestly regalia, this uh, bullhorn golden necklace, uh, with the backdrop of this statue, this gilded bronze statue of a, uh, basically, am I crazy? A large minotaur. minotaur. Um, and that is basically where we left off. Mm-hmm. So that is where we'll pick up with the sort of crude longboat or, or rowboat even, coming to a stop, sort of 
bumping against the stones of the very, very small, very, very basic dock. And I throw that in quotations because it deserves it. I'm talking like a, a jetty of stone and some just offshoots of wood mm-hmm. forming uh, gangways, really. One of which you now are coasting next to as a small gathering of villagers awaits you on the actual land of the dock, filtering from the main aisle down past the statue across one of these little wooden plank bridges onto the smaller dockside island with this elderly man standing there, you know, proper gnarled staff here, uh, that horn necklace again, uh, and holding up their arms, sort of looking past you almost directly to Ilrayad, Mm-hmm. Who's standing like a Venetian, you know, canalman on the back mm-hmm. of the robot. Uh, Where am I, man? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I mean, effectively, right? Uh, this elderly individual raises their hands, looks towards Ilrayad. In the name of the saint of sacrifice, we welcome you back to our humble isles. There's some murmuring from the crowd around as this. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. To, to the Foley artist here. <laughs> Damn it, go back to the hut. Stop touching me. <laughs> um, this old man sort of puts his the, the hands down, his staff down, and rests his arms on the top of the staff while sort of peering over at you all. Leathery face and these sort of sea green eyes. Leans over as if he can really get any better of you when you're down on the docks and he's sort of just up this small slant. I can't say I've seen any of your guests around these parts before, but if they're friends of yours, dear sir, they're friends of ours. Welcome, travelers, to the humble city of, or the humble village of Brighthorn. Please disembark and greet us. Thank you. And he sort of waddles his way back, sort of through the crowd of these uh, these villagers. Again, little muttering. And as he passes, he clearly leans over, whispering a few things, just saying a few things to them, which causes them to mostly turn around and follow him back towards the main aisle, where they can be seen darting to a few of the huts here and there, and bringing things out onto the main sort of cruddy field there on which the statue is placed, laying out a cloth on the ground, bringing some wicker baskets full of uh, some kind of food and beverage items, it's hard to see from this distance, but they're preparing some kind of thing mm-hmm. up on the main aisle. Mm-hmm. There are a few other villagers settled here, uh, sort of standing on the dockside island watching you, mm-hmm. but at this point, the boat's in the dock, and Bill Rayard is just doing some rope work, tying this boat to the thing, to the, the little gangway. As Unan walks off of the boat and down the gangway and is moving around, you, you notice that he, he's, he's gotten the legs down a little bit better of walking, but he's doing, and if you've seen this movie, Galaxy Quest, <laughs> he's doing the thing where his arms like, aren't, altern- aren't on opposite sides. Like, He's walking like a brown bear. Isn't it brown bears that walk? Same leg, same arms. Yeah, yeah same yeah, leg, same yeah. arm. And if you've seen, and, and if and like, like nearly no joints, right? Like <laughs> yeah. just basically straight, like straight leg in it. Yeah, I, I can see exactly the the shot in yeah. my head of them going down one of those hallways. Yes. Yeah, stilted is the word. Just slowly f- figuring everything out from the ground up. 
uh, and looking around. <laughs> what do I what do I see yeah. of so, their life? Roll me a perception check. And the other pair of you, while we're going through this little description, think of what you guys are going to be doing. What your immediate thoughts are on disembarking here. Um, that's 14. 14. Oh. Okay. Perfect. Uh, with a 14, you can see a few things. First of all, the basics, really, as I said, this settlement, this village, really, is it's not, it looks permanent, right? Mm -hmm. As I keep saying, divided into five main islands, very irregular. The, the middle one is, seems to be the main island, but is the second to largest. And it houses a few uh, of these, like, it's like halfway a hut, halfway a tent, mm. um, with a little bit of, like, very early Tudor flavor going on, like thatched roofs and things like that. Yeah. Um, again, all different sizes. Some clearly, as you can see, house people. The people who are maybe standing a little taller, a little, with a little bit more composure, mm -hmm. uh, dressed a little better, seem to be coming in and out of those houses. Okay. Um, or it's unclear whether they're all living spaces or some of them are businesses or whatnot. But the other two big things on the main central aisle there, in the back or the the northern edge of this aisle, in the middle of the island, um, there is the largest structure on the in the entire village which is all made of stone. It's made of brick and mortar, gray brick though it may be, and all irregularly done. Yeah. It's a long, large building, really, with a wood slatted roof that looks like maybe it was made from pieces of boats or some such. Mm -hmm. It's got some kind of a spire on one end, uh, and it is the spire is almost placed weirdly in the middle of the building a long ways, like a schoolhouse, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that faces, the back of that building faces that I'm, I'm saying north, but my, my directions are all confused. You have come from... The east. From this, for Brighthorn from the east. Yeah. yeah. So the, that building is on the, the west side mm -hmm. of the main aisle. Yeah. And you are on the easternmost aisle, the, the little docks. Again, cool. it's really... That whole aisle, the, the eastern aisle, the dock aisle, is no bigger than this room, for the most part. It's, it's, it's fairly small, fairly shoddy. Uh, there are three other aisles that would be the, the south, the western aisle, and the northern aisle. Uh, the northern aisle is very, very small. Looks to be some kind of an attempt at uh, fields. Some kind of agricultural endeavor. Yeah. Looks fairly sparse. Mm -hmm. The western aisle, it's kind of hard to see what's there behind the the bigger building in the center of the middle one. Yeah. But you can see there are some wooden pathways leading towards it. And the southern aisle has a few really raggedy looking huts, mm -hmm. hut tents, whatever you want to call them, around the side nearest the middle of, uh, of Brighthorn. Yeah. But the southern aisle is the biggest one, and it's also the most unused. Uh, or at least there are, there are only a handful of uh, living spaces or working spaces there. Um, and then little sort of structures dotting it. With a, you said you got a 14? Yeah. Looks a little bit like a really, really crude graveyard of some sorts. Oh. Or a waste 
area something. Like, it's used, yeah. but not great. Okay. Uh, I'll say also with a 14, on a perception, mm-hmm. you do not have any benefits to any particular senses, do you? Um, not particularly. Uh, that's fine. Just I would curious. say, I would. I mean, in general, like I view Unin's powers as like a bit tried to be quiet, a bit of a like as if it every every single thing is connected. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. some way to him, and it's it's so infinitesimal that like it's he can't really just be like, ah, oh, yes, right, this. you can't. But like to try to like there's a, a focus in and yeah. he can sort of get a sensation of especially if it's like a larger thing mm-hmm. um, no I'm, I'm right with you it was mostly just curious Gladly. yeah it doesn't um, this place looks looks and sort of feels and smells like it's wilting a little bit hmm people are moving sluggishly uh, and there is an aroma mm. in not, the air not thriving interesting um yeah, cool. that's what I'll say on basic perception. Uh, there are, as I said, like, there are a couple people lingering and watching on the dock, um, or the dock island as you've arrived. Though they don't seem particularly, they're not like wide-eyed fascinated by you, they're mostly uh, uh, sort of longingly looking at uh, Ilray out here. Hello, hello. Uh, so as you're taking your sort of wobbling steps off the boat and engaging with your surroundings, Nevrik and Shava. Um, seeing our fairy friend, uh, what's his face? I wrote his name down. Ilread, and seeing this old man piques my memory about the four individuals that Vikestar told us about, and I'm going to scan the rest of the people to look for the little girl with the scrunched up face, and the feminine presenting angular hair pulled back person with the skull face paint. Yes, indeed. Roll me an investigation check, please. And what do you like want to do at the moment? That person I was actually going to do something very easy to notice. People as well. Roll with advantage. If the pair of you are like yeah. scanning more attentively as oh, Unin's taking the landscape. Yeah. Unin has um, also forgotten the four people that we are looking for just notes that we are looking for 13 <laughs> 13 can you roll me a it should have been you who rolled wisdom it. save also wisdom save yep uh intelligence save that's what i'll say this um that does me better with a 13 as you're looking around for those just images you've got uh hard to say there are people with like reddish auburn hair around Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't look like a particularly uncommon color. Um, you don't see anyone like very young who matches that description, though there are some children. And the face paint one, uh, no sides. Would of. be pretty easy. Yeah, to... pretty pretty. <laughs> though I will say there are a lot of markings on these people's faces, or uh-huh. there's, there seems to be some kind of a tattooy thing going on. Um, it's again fairly unclear without further and closer inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you, just you're scanning them as they clearly are crafting what looks to be some sort of a picnic in front of the statue in the main aisle. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> What'd you get? 30. 30 on the intelligence? So that was a, a tasty memory check. A you tasty A tasty memory check. check. You will remember that you were given these descriptions 30 regular years ago. 
Oh, so they're old now. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> thick. Ew. So this is not a child anymore. She's a woman. She's a woman. Right. <sighs> she can kill with a smile. That was a... When I played 3.5 and we'd do stupid shit, our DM would be... Roll the wisdom save. And it was because yeah. we were doing dumb shit. Just <laughs> trying to steer us in the right direction. I think it's, it's just a nicer way to, uh, I find, as opposed to, you know, me yelling things that you have in your notes out to you, to engage with a little bit of that, even though you're gods. Jam. Especially for gods. Gods are going to have hazy memories. Yeah, because, right? I mean, time is what... Especially so, when you're going between two different ki- kinds of times. It's a basically. concept I've always wanted to play with, in, and this is a brief sidebar in D&D, but it works much better in this RPG that's designed around it. If anyone's ever heard of the single-player tabletop RPG, A Thousand Year Vampire. Mm-hmm. You, it's basically a writing prompt game where you start and you think, okay, I want to be a person in the Russian Revolution, or a person in the Roman Empire, or in, you know, Mayan uh, Central America, all that stuff. And then you write what turns them into a vampire, and every time... Every session, you roll some dice, you find a writing prompt, you write something in the little journal, and as you go on, you find prompts that have you cross out memories as you go. As you're living thousands of years, you lose the memory. So by the end of it, you have no idea who you are, you have no idea why, why you're there, mm-hmm. you just have only the recent things. And I think, especially for, for gods, right, it's why I like throw a memory check in there for less than meta reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Memories can be a bit hazy as... A, you know, a long rest can be 500 years. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So I'll express to Ishtava. Perhaps. I think we're remembering this a little differently. We did jump forward in time about 30 years. Perhaps mm-hmm. we should find a, a good place for us to speak or to settle our things and s- sleep? Sleep. Sleep. Hey, sleep. Mm-hmm. Couldn't help but overhear a fine, uh, fine new friends here that you are looking uh, for perhaps a place to rest your heads after a night. Uh, if you would like to do so, I cannot vouch for your safety here, and I certainly cannot vouch that I would be here to collect you in the morning. So uh, be that as it may, yes. We oh. understand each other? Yes, of course. Perfect. Did you need something? From you? No, no, no. Oh, no we are, we okay. are quite... Uh, Thank you very much for, for ferrying us over. Well, yes, I, I, I would like to perhaps reach an understanding. Will I be doing so again? Mm, we should be okay. You come here often, right? Yes, not usually. Will you be here tomorrow regardless of whether or not... No, not necessarily. I was done with my business for the week, perhaps, until you had brought yourselves along for a ride. I don't find myself in the position of making nightly trips to my business. Okay. Uh, it, it is okay. We, we will figure out a you different way if we have to. Yes. You've been very helpful. We traveled this far. I think we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Well... Start walking away. Feel <laughs> <laughs> like you start, you walk away and he sort of My watches you for a moment. <laughs> He nods, and to himself, he gathers up one of his, like, backpack satchels of goods and starts, like, speed-walking it in the same direction as you, because he's going to the same place you are, <laughs> and he just goes right past you, and as he moves past you, like, gives you a look up and down, like, watching you walk stiltedly. Hmm. And I, 
I can I can I roll something to can I roll like an uh, an intelligence check to see if I can glean that's the, definitely an like insight wa- check, like walking yes. insight. I just I have better insight than I do intelligence, and I I felt as though it would be funny if it was worse. Oh, I still rolled pretty fucking low. <laughs> um, that's a twelve. A twelve. What is it you're trying to get out of this? I'm trying to improve my walking skill. <laughs> by looking at others and r- trying to decide what I'm doing wrong. Okay, with a 12, I'll say you watch him basically speed walk with a heavy burden on his back, and you think, I can do that. So you mimic exactly that. Okay, cool. I'm cool. talking like the full hip swing and the shoulders going with it. You look like a mom. But yeah. yeah. Walk. <laughs> I turned to his staff, I was like, should we? Should we help him? But not going any faster. Just kind yeah, of like I, the normal... Was right there with you. Let him figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so you're following him <laughs> up into the town. Where should we go? Uh, we're looking for uh, some place to stay, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So maybe we should go talk to that old person. Okay, let's go. Go to wherever that person is. Great. So you head up um, just across the like this rickety little... like wooden bridges again a lot of air quotes being thrown around Brighthorn um, the the structures here the infrastructure is trying the best that it can um, <laughs> me too yeah yeah but you head right up and on uh, towards the central aisle and the central aisle is fairly jarring not just because of a large proper building this lot with the steeple but the statue the bronze statue is by far nicer than anything else in the village and kept at a considerably better quality. But as you're getting to this aisle, uh, Ilriada's gotten there a couple moments ahead of you and has started undoing his whole pack full of shit, uh, which seems to unfold the pack itself, the base pack, into something of a stand, like a little table and covering with an awning. Mm -hmm. And he's setting up on one of the corners of this tattered gingham fabric that has been laid out on the main lawn in front of the statue here mm-hmm. that was the thing I was describing as a picnic that is a lot of food items being laid out in specific bundles here but also trinkets little carvings most of them bovine in nature um, seemingly bundles of parchment hastily bound and, and wrapped together and by each bundle of stuff the people or persons that have brought them there are sort of sitting nearby with them, standing nearby. It seems to be, as Elreal is setting up, that what they are settling here is not just a welcoming here, but something of an exchange. Mm-hmm. Some people are using it to sit down and relax a moment, um, maybe have a bite to eat of the things they brought out here, but some people are trading with others, though most of them seem focused and ready for Elreal to finish setting up so that they can ply him with their wares and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elderly individual is watching all of this from a little bit afar on the steps that lead up into the main door under the steeple of the big central building. He's sort of sitting there, staff in hand, hunched over a little, just watching plaintively a little bit. And then there's some other movement on some of the other aisles as well. It's it's a small enough village that when something happens anywhere in the periphery, you're made aware of it, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's fairly hard to, to hide anything. Uh, the only other thing I'll say you notice with your passives before we I turn it over to you is 
The further in you go, just stepping from the dock into the central aisle here, it smells pretty fucking bad. It's uh, like a, a warm, acrid, sweet, meaty smell. It's a bad place to make a town as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like this, like they, briny and like you're on, you're playing Civ Five, and you just you, you got you screwed. Should've, you should just like two more squares over. Yeah, or not squares, hexagons, but like just keep just keep looking a little bit before you settle. Come yeah. on, they settled and they are here. They settled in more than one meaning of the word. Yeah, they they settled. Mm. Womp womp. Womp. Uh, okay, what do you guys want to do? Excuse me, I'm sir, and I go up to the old dude. Yes. Um, I'm looking for a few people and I was hoping to stay here in this town with my travelling companions um, have you ever seen somebody with a, a skull face paint on hmm skull like a, like a, a skeleton oh like bones yes like bones of people. Uh-huh. Yes, you must be referring to my dear Luna. Uh, who's Luna? Oh, an, an old friend and caretaker of these isles and of the house of blessed sacrifice. She is quite a busy woman. Tends to our wounded and such. Mm. Can't say anyone's ever asked for her before. Not, Not one in... Such good health as you seem to be. Who did you say you were? Oh, uh, my name is uh, Ishtaba. 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 <laughs> the first name that came to my mind was Bob, and that was not something I could use. <laughs> Uh, 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 Bob. We're sitting at the ta- same table and entertained a multitude of Keith in a fantasy yeah. You're right. So I'm not sure why Bob was the line that we drew. Well, I mean, there is Keith with a K. Sure. There's Keith with a C. I can't help but feel there? that... <laughs> I don't. That's a whole kind of ones we will get back into in May or whatever. Uh, yeah, fair. Or August. At some point, we'll yeah. have the Um I can't help but feeling that name is familiar. Why? Why do you seek Luna? Oh, I just um, I've heard about her uh, from the, the the great tree in the middle, and I wanted to meet her in person. And he sort of like looks to your ears and your overall appearance. Are you with the guild? What are you dressed as? A human. Well, you you mentioned the tree. Uh, yes. Roll me a quick subject. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's the gold. Okay, 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 okay. That's... 18. I am the guild. 18. Uh-huh. He does a little, like, seated hunch 
but quite low as he attempts to bow while seated towards you. I did not know they took those of our kind. I, I, it would have been lovely to venture. But no matter, it has taken you time. I had thought, and he looks over across the field to Ilrayan. I had thought he was... Luna. Mm-hmm. You thought he was Luna? No, you wish to see... You wish to see Luna. Well, we wanted to meet you, and we wanted to meet Iliad, and we wanted to meet Luna, and we're looking for somebody else, actually, if you've ever... I think perhaps we best find a place for you to stay for the evening, wouldn't you? Our humble house, and he wraps his staff onto the harsh stone of a large building behind him. Our humble house would be more than happy to provide lodgings for you this fair evening. It does get uncouth when the sun sinks. So we'd stay here? Yes, of course. This is part of our nature and our duty as members of the Order of Sacrifice. It is to provide benefits to others at the expense of our own lodging, our own spaces and moments. Would that suffice? They are simple beds. That is very, very kind of you. Yes, thank you. I will go tell my travelling companions. Um, well, while I have you here, have you ever seen um, a, a female um, who has uh, r- red hair? I think and... it best that we find you lodgings and he whacks the wall of the, the building <laughs> oh. again. Behind my back and lead them over. Like... <clears throat> well, have you guys been nearby or have you been perusing the little... Just been like nearby but like not f- eavesdropping but not facing you know what I'm saying like yeah. over the shoulder kind of sort of acting like just you know chill e- yeah. easy going but keyed in <laughs> yeah I'm still continuing like continually trying to learn how to walk but how <laughs> to specifically <laughs> walk I think I'm getting there I think I'm getting there yeah well, it looks um, a little robotic at this point can I, can I get a performance check a walk check Sometimes takes human children months, so you're, yeah. doing, you're doing what they can in the day. Is that a natural 20 I hear? No. Oh. Is that a natural, a natural one I hear? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've you combined the two. You've combined the two things, and I'll say I completely agree with you. I think you think you are absolutely, like, <laughs> fully nailing it. What you are doing, effectively, as this little, like, picnic trade moment here is happening quite fast, and they see... Ilrayad seems a little stressed. Um, You are functionally just goose-stepping around the whole thing. (laughs) A leak. You've you've taken the, like, the jointless stiff walk and the sort of the swish and shoulder-moving of the the speed walk and combined them into a, a very strange motion that is causing at least the, like, children and adolescents around to just watch you go. <laughs> and watch you do these laps around the, the thing. And with each passing lap, each time you get eye contact across the picnic with Ilrayad, with that net one, you give him, like, a... 
You give him like a, a, a like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, and like a, a child's a child's looking at it, and he Unin just goes. Child cries, runs <laughs> to <laughs> gone. Unin's forced smile. He's like, I'm still learning this too. Okay. <laughs> God, it's great to be a mortal. Oh gosh, do I see this? <laughs> you can't not. Okay. I'll die one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like so, go around. <laughs> I too get old. Have you had existential dread yet? I have it all the Seeing time. Seeing the commotion that Unin is starting to make, I think never, never, never is going to go and collect him and say, Unin, we'll practice this later. <laughs> I'm trying as hard as I can. I, I know, but it's actually creating more of a commotion than you're than you're floating. So to be honest, I I I feel like I, I knew that. But I was I was too far into it. I just I had to I had to commit. And that's okay. That's okay. We all have to learn sometime, but I think I I'm just gonna watch you. Okay. And I'll do that. Alright. <laughs> and I, I just wear a dress. Start, you're still like, just, like, just like a long ass dress. It's a long dress to float. Yeah. So basically, from behind your back, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we go over. We go over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with the three of you there, he's sort of still sitting, pushes himself up on the, the his staff. I don't think I properly introduced myself to you. I am Tyro. Tyro. I am known as the Horned Shaman. He sort of thumbs the little, the pendant. And some would call me the, uh, the guiding star of our order of sacrifice. All I do is for, he gestures towards that statue, who from this angle it has the back facing towards the uh, the house quote unquote here uh, all I do is to serve the great Aurelius saint of sacrifice and it is in their name that I will introduce you to your stay mm-hmm. for the evening mm-hmm. please into our great house and he turns sort of hobbles up the last couple stone stairs and just gives a three short wraps on the wooden door with his staff and it opens in. He gives you a beckon and walks. Uh-huh. I, I give you both looks that say this dude's a little sus. Don't trust him. And then I walk in. Do we have godly telepathy? Yeah, I was going to ask. Haven't we yes. communicated in this oh, way yeah. before? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. I say it. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Okay. <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I feel like we've done this before, but I wasn't sure. The The Discord notification. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time remembering who we are looking for, but I feel as though we have already run into some of them. Correct? Yes, we've found. uh, Oh, this is my head. I don't have to speak in that accent. (laughs) There's too many accents in my head. <laughs> you don't think in your own voice. I would think in my own voice. I actually, my my 
Hannah's thoughts are in a, a, a weird voice that's not her own. <gasps> Great. Um, we can unpack that That's what I say. That's a break conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I, we were supposed to run into Il Rayad, and we were supposed to run into Tyro. Um, there are two other people we're looking for. Skullface and um, child is not a child anymore, but is perhaps Luna. most likely. No, that's well. Luna, it's like, Luna's, are, I think, the Skullface. Or Luna oh. is the little girl who became Skullface <sighs> as she grew up. Is it four? It was. It was four. It was four individuals. Yeah. Yes. Um. And they hang in the balance and will affect Regulus's future. Oh yeah, we didn't. We got. We got vague instruction. Uh huh. Yeah. I guess this could mm-hmm. also just be like uh, out to even mm-hmm. tabletop. We we got vague instruction on like these are influential people, but we don't really know. Like it's not like we we're gonna we're we're going like all right we're gonna find this one we're gonna beat the shit right 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 we gotta murk the kid. This one's bad. This one's good. This one's fine. Yeah. Also, this this place tabletop. This place is. Gross. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Indeed, it is gross. Should we just cleanse it? Should we just like wash it all away? I mean, Maybe that wave that killed. Yikes. Was supposed to just, you know, give it all back. I have a good idea. What if we collect two people and their family and we tell them to collect two animals of each species and then we tell them out of their houses they must build a really big boat? Uh huh. And then we flood the place. A boat, like a like a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like they'd call it like a ship. Yeah. Yeah. We give them that word. Uh, there's another word that we yeah, could yeah. call it. Um. And uh, an ark. Oh. Well, like that. I like it's three. Yeah. It's three letters, which is three, easier yeah, for them. Exactly. Indeed. So at some point, I guess I just phone try. We're just like we find, there. we find a Steve Carell looking guy. Steve Carell, we're getting Stephen Schwartz on the project. Absolutely, this is, this is uh, Children of Regulus. This is the Children of Eden. No, Children of Regulus. Right. We walk through after yeah. having this mental conversation. It takes the span of like six seconds at best, um, and you walk into a room or a space that is uh, a little jarring, but not in a bad way. And I only mean that because the light quality is so much better in this room than the outside. Mm-hmm. As I said, this is a mostly, if you're facing it from what you've just walked into, it's a horizontal building, mostly made of stone with a wooden roof and a wooden spire coming out the middle of it, uh, with its back to the west uh, and the horizon. As you walk in, it's clear that this is some kind of a house of worship. Mm. Um, it looks fairly recognizable uh, as a church. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an open avenue of walkway, weirdly nice tiled floor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a walkway, an avenue that leads uh, across and immediately only about, what, 15 feet in front of you up to some stairs that lead to a dais and a really large flat marble stone altar and a beautiful stained glass window. It's only lightly stained or lacquered. Um, 
lots that are like tinted really mm-hmm. uh, doesn't really have much of a design other than clearly something that looks like uh, um, an embellished sun it's nothing huge the difference is the reason the light quality looks so good is despite how cloudy it actually is outside through this window the clouds are clear and the actual sunlight of the setting sun is streaming in through the windows and casting these beautiful like dappled orange shadows all over the tiled floor the build that's what's directly in front of you and then to the left and the right you have avenues like alleys that pass through the middle of the building uh, lined on either side by really really shitty wooden pews um they're basically just like long bar stools or like yeah. counter stools right like one long uh, benches, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Uh, they're very squat to the ground. Met a number of rows on either side. And then in the corners of the far ends of the left and right of the building, you can see s- little wooden stairs, semi-stairs, semi-ladders, leading up to the next layers of the building. Uh-huh. Um, there's some kind of immediate layer that at least is rimmed by a balcony looking over and down into the main portion of this building here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's got to be some floor higher than that because the ceiling you can see doesn't match where the roof goes outside. Uh, The only other thing of note is the person kneeling sort of on the steps leading to the altar um, in some kind of under armour. Under like, armor? Like crude chain mail and okay. like the tavern. Under yeah, armor. like under armor, capital uh, U, capital A, looking like... Steph? He's doing an ad for... Steph Curry? Target. Oh, no, not the, not the athleisure. Yeah, literally, li- no. Um, ye olde athleisure, which means a waist tabard and chain mail, right? Um, uh, some kind of leg armor that hasn't been doffed yet, but not wearing much bulky armor up top. Uh, uh, so as you step in, see all this, Tyro turns around over his shoulder to you briefly. Welcome to the House of Blessed Sacrifice. This is our, the heart of Bright Horn and my pride and joy in my life's work. And uh, I will, will let us speak uh, in private in your, in your lodgings. They should be vacant at the moment. I do not believe we house any guests here yet. gestures towards the uh, the individual sort of kneeling there. If any others are in prayer as well, we must respect their, their doings. Come. And he sort of veers down the leftwards alley. You follow? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Sussy. You go down the left alley. Uh, if you look over your shoulder back towards the middle, you can see it's, it's Sort of a, the person kneeling there, eyes closed, clearly in prayer, middle-aged human being, um, look well-worn, but clearly still in fit enough shape. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are, they stay locked in prayer for as long as you are down here. Mm -hmm. Mm Okay. Um, Leads you down the left alley between the pews up to the, the left side end of the church the house of sacrifice takes you up one of these staircases onto the 
second floor, this like balcony which has a couple rooms here and there. You can see some doorways dotted around this mm-hmm. upper layer. Uh, and he leads you up and around, basically to directly above where the entryway into the whole building was, where there's a little wooden outcropping and a door that he opens and he sort of slings the staff over his shoulder. Please excuse me. Not the prettiest sight, but follow me if you would. And he enters into this small wooden outcropping and begins climbing up a wee little ladder that's in there. And with each rung... Okay. And he only climbs about six or so rungs before he swings around over onto a ledge that juts out on the behind the ladder. Or if you're climbing up the ladder this way, you'd sort of like swing around and step onto the ledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I follow him. Okay. I follow as well. I just float up the ladder. Like I, I'm, you like uh, feign it? I'm yeah. against the ladder. Like up against, like near the ladder. Just boom. You oh. enter creative mode. Right? <laughs> and you just like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you you can... That Minecraft creative I made mode. Sure to, I made sure to do it like it kind of like last so... Nobody, so nobody would see, but you can kind of like hear behind you and just go. <sighs> <laughs> so upset. Just like relief of no longer touching the ground. Right, like getting home after a long day at work and taking off your shoes. Exactly. Right? Like, ah, oh, my dogs are barking. Um, if we were not at risk from copyright strikes at this moment, I would play the moon theme from the DuckTales Super Nintendo game because it's a really specific sound that is I can only associate with like 8-bit flying animators simply moving vertically, right? And that's where I'd see this. In any case, uh, the ladder clearly keeps going up and into the, the steeple, but the level that you guys get out at is basically uh, a chunk, the midsection of the roof or the inside of the roof, some kind of an attic. You can see the herringbone wooden structure of the roof, clearly some sort of internals of at least this portion. You can see the ribbing of a boat, some kind that's been repurposed to be a roof here. Ribbed for her pleasure. Mm, I do <laughs> want to go home. Um, and in this section, there are just a bunch of cots lined on either side of the uh, area here. Mm-hmm. There's no window or anything. Um, the only way in or out of here is by that ladder that extends both upward, further up, and back down to the, the church below. Mm. Uh, but there are, like, what, eight cots in this room, four on each side. Wooden bed frames, again, in air quotes. Some sort of, like, sheepskin fleece thrown over the top of each of them. Um, fairly chilly in here, just, just drafty and... Uh, a little creaky mm-hmm. and as he sort of steps to the side of where you get off of the ladder to allow you three to enter Tyro clasps his hands staff still slung over the back not the most stunning abode you fine travelers may have ever encountered guild members such as yourself no less I hope you will not think less of our humble civilization here, but it is what we can provide and what we are happy to provide for as long as you should choose to stay with us. I believe we have slept in worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow. about that person I was talking about, 
about that person I was talking about. Thank you. Uh -huh. You are with the guild, yes? Yes. yes. It is strange it would take no matter. You have come seeking answers and I would be happy to provide so long as the appropriate exchange is made. Yui is not who she was, but we believe we have no reason to lose hope yet. Yui? Indeed. The person you ask for. Like I was driving down the street, remembered I had to go get my uh, belt <laughs> so you from so I, so I popped a Yui. Yeah, uh, spelled E U I. Got it. Oh, Yui. Yui. I have to be in the spirit of honesty in the name of our saint. I I am unwilling to stretch the parameters set on Yui at the moment, given that we are so close to the original dream. It will be easy to, for us to accomplish this, but if you can perhaps facilitate that as prescribed. Mm -hmm. um, can you just give us like a, a rundown of what's going on with Yui and uh, what you're trying to accomplish here? Just to like make sure that we're all I on the same page. I am new, and I need to be. Yeah, we, we, He's we, in training. <laughs> Can I get a collective BS check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in training. To be fair, smacks little car. Can I ask for a whole I, lot of training wait, before? We roll, can I ask for advantage because of the fact that this entire time? Unin has you given don't. no reason for him to think that he is anything but inexperienced. <laughs> yes. Uh, he can't even walk. I will, in the name of ultimate benevolence. We all get advantage? Or... I will allow Unin to get advantage, but uh -huh. I still need all of you to roll as a yeah. group. And this is deception. Deception. Didn't need it. I didn't what fucking need it. Fuck! Yeah, I didn't need advantage either, but. What was that? Oh. We all critted? Yes. We all critted just... I crit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I feel she like crit my pants. She on the other a, end. This is a first. Uh, I'm With this group, uh, we've had... Triple crit? We've had this... No, it's not the first triple no, crit. No, we've we've no. No, but like, I mean, I guess like, it for the full... Yeah, I guess part, so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. smaller so. one, but this is like for the... Yeah. Ev for everybody on a roll. So there that was total... that time that five out of six of us in our other campaign yeah. rolled yeah. natural 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And then one person didn't, and I think it was me. <laughs> it, was, it was either you or it was Dan. I think it was me. That's um, yeah. So you have a total of 41 then. Yes. Or what's what's your what's your final total? What is what are we rolling? Deception. 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 Right. Twenty one. So. Uh, Twenty four. Six. So that's thirty, plus, so. Fifty. Two. Yeah. Fifty one. Fifty one. Mm, yes. Don't tell me it's fifty one. Because it's. Twenty four. Twenty four. Plus six. Plus six. So it's thirty. 30 plus. Don't tell me it's fifty one. Uh huh. <laughs> So, 
the, the okay, I I don't you love doing this, but I have to because that's too nuts based on how it was. The base DC was going to be thirty plus his roll. Mm-hmm. He has a plus three to charisma. He rolled a seventeen, so the DC was fifty. guy got us through. Just, just by an inch. <laughs> inch by inch. And it's okay! Okay, so, um, <laughs> he takes a minute. Ishtava, lying in your realm walking form, mm-hmm. perhaps comes as a physiological surprise, as a thick bead of sweat. <laughs> Just like tracks down, like he's in training. Not the not the anime, like uh, like, <laughs> like the, the chocolate that's just it's the Kean Peel sketch. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Peel's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the pair of you are like, mm-hmm, and you probably like do a little in in place goose step moment. Um, I think I just yes. I'm staring at him blankly. Right, completely vacant. In training. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just need like a high level rundown of what is going on in this neck of the woods in terms of. It's only as it's only so helpful to hear it from a a, a third party, and I I know that I I it would benefit me and it would benefit my co-workers. Um. <laughs> That's. Uh, Continue. My my guild members, my friends, um, to to hear it from you. And what is it you know so far? What I know that you are trying to accomplish something in the context of your religion. I know a little bit about the saint of sacrifice. You do. Have you? And his demeanor, like. That's how you got in the guild. <laughs> That's that Nat one speaking. <laughs> <laughs> as, as this like, interaction happens, so, like, he's made it. how you got in the guild, the Unum telling around, like. <laughs> uh, you see Tyro's face noticeably harden. What was that like? Oh, I I think what is happening right now, and I, I don't blame you. I have I have only recently begun to understand them myself. I believe a joke was made at my expense. So pay pay that no mind. Are you aware of humor? I am Fair Traveller. What did you say your name was? Nguyen. <laughs> <laughs> Tunin, Unin, and Noonan. And Thrunin. Let's not forget. And Hoonin. And Hoonin, yeah. Of course. Mm. The many myriads. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the variants. I am familiar with, with the concept of a good laugh, but... Uh, it, I am unsure of where you hail from, Noonan. Nguyen. Nguyen. 
But in a house of worship such as this one, I, I do not find it. Forgive me. I don't mean to seem harsher than need be. It simply jars the thought that someone, and forgive me if I have the wrong impression, but someone from outside of our way of doing things and way of life would have been able to meet such a figure as the saint of sacrifice when we have had so, so much trouble being heard by our own patron. Yes, I, I, I don't, I'm sorry if um, Ishtava offended you. Um, no, no. I promise that is not our intent. There is no offense, only a an understanding of how how it things are done here in our in our neck of the woods. You wish to speak? Oh, I was just going to explain. It was um, well, we were at the tree, and um, I think after, because uh, you're quite quite an old elf and or el- elvenon, whatever it's called, and um, when the saint of sacrifice. Um, Came a saint that kind of went on a bit of a, a, a sanctioned world godly tour to make themselves known because they'd already already made themselves known here and um, noon in noon in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the <laughs> noon noon also. Uh... We're three seconds away. <laughs> we are three seconds away from just. Cratering this place. <laughs> I know. I'm saying problems. I just want you guys to remember: never did roll for anger. Yeah, and he's losing his patience. Never got the gloss. The it, 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 it wasn't like him. I don't think that the patron saint of, of sacrifices is um, saying naughty. I think they're probably busy. I mean, I, I, I know my god, um, the god of the afterlife, is very busy, and I've never heard from them either. Um, mm-hmm. but. Let's get back to the the, the the download of um Well perhaps that is a good place to start. It is uh It is not an easy place to live on the water. And our saint proved that we had enough strength to stand against the forces that we choose to live with so long ago now and we felt them ascend in their own manner, divine intervention and all that, and we have revered them since, but the hallowed halls of this demure house of worship have been so quiet. We speak and we chant and we pray, but so little has come in response. (coughs) And things were almost falling apart. Of course, until Yui. Poor Yui. And what has become of Yui? Yui? Well, Yui is... Yui is the point. Now, Yui's hardships came before all this began. The rotten plague taking her parents from her so early there was nowhere for her to turn so we took her in and we raised her here in this very room in fact and it was not until she was 
perhaps eight seasons of age maybe more maybe less the years have waned on now that was when her dreams began you can see something spark in his gaze she had such vivid dreams they would plague her too you see not not in the way her parents were plagued in truth but they would plague her her sleep causing her to toss and turn and and then eventually worse. Things would happen that shouldn't have, or perhaps should have. See, it is of my firm belief that Yui's dreams, they were a gift, a gift of godhood, much, much like what was gifted to the saint in his last moments, but a different kind of gift, a gift of truth, laid out a path for us. If our saint wouldn't answer us, and the gods wouldn't answer us, then we had to find a path ourselves, you see. And that is the purpose he serves now. We must make sure the events as described come to pass. And that way the star will fall. And we may take that which is reserved for those who would call themselves gods for our own. And it is that reason and the aiding of Yui's clarity in which we have propositioned your guild through our dear Ilrayad in an exchange for being witness to each and every new development in these waking dreams for resources from places from which you all hail. And I trust that it is finally time you have come with the requisite materials that Luna has been requiring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we have. Our first point of concern is to be able to meet with both Luna and Yui. Yui is out of the question until the time is right. It is, it is okay for us to meet with Yui. I... It is not a question of whether or not you are accepted enough to see. I, no one sees We are not asking. You. We will see you, Lee. I am terribly sorry. It would be an awful lot of work to do. What's a little more work? She, Why? She is housed beneath the House of Blessed Sacrifice. She is tethered. She well, must be. Chained. We, no, we cannot. She doesn't have to move. We can go to her. I, you would perhaps best consult Luna on such a matter. It was her who carved the path and made the way. Then, then we shall speak to Luna first. Yes. Perhaps in the morning it would be best. We leave the evenings for Luna to clean up her messes. It is uh, not... The preparations have been unwieldy, you see. This path is not an easy one to walk, and there are sometimes missteps, and we are correcting those missteps. So once the sun goes down, it would be safer to remain within the walls of the house. Mm -hmm. What happens when the sun goes down? No one is clear about this. 
We have heard tell, but we would like for you to yes. say it in your own words. Of please. course. The plague that has riddled us for so long has quieted some. It no longer chews through our healthy and young, and it has sat like a great bird, like a vulture or other carrion feaster, upon the shoulders of Luna's, of Luna's work. Affects the living now far less than it affects the formerly living. So we leave it to Luna and her cohort to curtail their excursions from the Southern Isle each evening. Some are easier to contain than others, and each night brings its own, own tribulations. So again, I ask, for the sake of yourselves, as dear members of the Guild, that you stay within these walls. Thank yes. You. Now, may I provide you with anything else? Uh, uh, no. Where do we excrete? Or do we void? <laughs> he sort of gets a little red in his leathery cheeks. He slings the staff over his shoulder, holds onto it almost for support. Uh, if you... <clears throat> it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's if, natural. No, no, no. If, if you must, during the evening, I would recommend you uh, scale the steeple and... Um, it is not um that is perhaps the the easiest method I can offer you. You don't have a place where That's you guys what this place smells like not indoors. Interesting. We must do something about that. <laughs> I say this uh, in t- telepathically, by the way. <laughs> in the crucible, was there anybody who's like the god of like irrigation or like plumbing? Yeah. Um why does it smell so bad here? That is the one lingering malefactor of the uh, the Plague. illness. Yes, it. Uh, regardless of whether it f- affects the current or formerly living, it produces quite the odor. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I have a question. If the patron saint of sacrifice hasn't ever reached out to you, have you ever tried to reach out to another god? We thought of such. Yeah, maybe your gods and your saints aren't actually gods and saints. Cool. I would ask you to speak kinder in this house. We ourselves chose to remain mostly devout, though some, like our brother beneath us now, Godwin, he chose to follow other paths and they have been quite fruitful. Who is this Godwin? A fair member of our town, a traveler like yourselves, who over the last series of seasons made their way home and serves as a scout, a protector. We are not a strong people physically, and he assists us with that, as is his duty. He is bound to other faiths than ours, but... We make no discrimination here. Do you know which Neither faith? Neither does he. 
he is an adherent wholly to the sun. Got it. <clears throat> is it also possible in the morning or come morning to arrange a meeting with him as well? Of course. Of course. I, he will be posted out in front of the, the house this evening assisting Luna should she need it. But come mid-morning, a luncheon perhaps we could arrange, certainly. Again, he is rather devout, so he maintains his schedule in the chapel below quite frequently. It will be simple enough to do so. Mm-hmm. I must use the... Is it night time? It's... There are no windows in here, so it's hard to tell. It, it was, we, it was getting to, sunset. like, sunsetty golden hour when you got into the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. I... Go do your business, thank you very much. I think we'll probably stay up here for the rest of the night. Unpack, take notes. Of course. Thank you kindly for your patronage, for coming with your guild member to visit. Mm -hmm. I must confer with him, of course, about what our preceding action should be, and whether he has any other supplies to bring for the coming ritual, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, And once I have done so, I shall turn in. I live in the guest house adjoined to this facility, but... Mm -hmm. I will will indeed, of course. That is the nature of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, good evening, my fine friends. And if you please keep our business to yourselves, I do not want any unrest. Only once the good of what we are achieving here has been achieved should our fine folk be made aware of what we have gained. Yes, I'm sure you can appreciate discretion. We are we are secretive. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. <laughs> and to you. And he swings himself again, groaning all the while down the ladder. Oh, thank fuck. In the brain. In the brain. In the brain. <laughs> I'm gonna go pretend to be fuck Ilriad. <laughs> Oh, elbow. I'm going to go pretend to be Ilriad so that he doesn't actually go and speak to Ilriad. I was just about to say. See you later. I transfer into Ilriad as soon as he's away, and then I teleport to, like, a dark corner in the chapel, and that, so that I'm, like, on the other side. Of, like, I'm walking into the chapel, and I'm going to meet him. We love yeah. a shadow travel. And he's, like, down. coming down the thing, uh, and he's going to have to go into the, like, come down the stairs and walk to the entrance of the chapel, and you're, like, uh-huh. going to come from the other end to, like, meet him there, basically. So, like, cut him off the passport. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to hold on to that uh, for one second. What are the pair of you going to do? You going to stay here? Of course not. He said don't go out at night. So yeah, I, I was I was planning on, under the guise of, voiding my. Excretions. I don't understand what they do. I am not, biomedically. Trained. Um, <laughs> no, I can't. Of all the I expected, this was never one. Of yeah, them. never. But you know what? I'm here yeah. for it. I guess for Unin, it is literally voiding. Extraman, right? If you even need to do that, it's shunting any any waste into. I am the void. The void, yeah. Ew. <laughs> um, I'm. I was planning on climbing the tower and then seeing what is going on at night. We. I would like to do the same. 
I'll join you. Let's lock the door. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I believe these humans are stopped by such things. Yes. All right. How do you lock a door? I've never done such a thing. Right. You hear in your head, you turn the thing. <laughs> As we walk out and close the door behind. I mean, there's no door to this room. Oh, oh fuck me then. Just a ladder? Yeah. Just so it's it's the ladder from that balcony that goes basically past this an opening to this floor and up into the steeple. Cool. Then we just go just up. Whatever. Like the entrance. <laughs> the most janky way of blocking ladder. Just like pull the bed with you as you're on the ladder. And like, eh. Let's just go. Eh, we soft go. magic. Going up. No. <laughs> Finish the sentence. I made a wall of rage. It looks like a red Star Wars <laughs> theme. On one side. Through Darth Maul. <laughs> I just just to try it. I'm going to try it just to create like this barrier over it with my magic through the, the wood and, and, and stone or whatever it's made of. Yeah. Just to try and like cover the, the whole area with I'm like very into that, like touching the wood and basically yeah. accelerating its elemental growth. So yeah. Roll me a Neverick check, which I guess in this case is basically a spellcasting check, right? Uh, yeah. 21. 21? And you said your element was anger today? Yeah. So you, as you're heading down the ladder, you place your hand on the floor and to cover, like, allow the wood to grow and cover the opening. And instead of it just like making a little plank that extends, basically a gnarled network of vine, like thorned, knotted vines, sort of break free of the panels of wood that splinter away and cover the opening that would lead from the ladder into this space. That should do it. Yes, okay. indeed. You're heading downstairs. We're heading. Uh, up to the tower. To the tower perfect, yeah. perfect. Okay. <laughs> apparently, there's going to be some sort of opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that is how it is. So, as you're heading to the tower, Ishtara. Yes. You, like, step into a shaded corner of the, of the loft here, of this sort of bunk room, and seep into the shadow bleed down into one of the corners of the ch chapel that isn't affected by that strange uh, windowed sunlight. Mm -hmm. And as you're sort of bleeding down there, you're shifting all the while so when you reform mm -hmm. in the shadowed corner of the main floor, you appear in the beautiful blue gilded robes of the Never Seal uh, with that, like, those sharp features of of, uh, of Ilrea, the Ur Elven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you get there, from across, if you're on the right side now, from across the left side of the chapel, Tyro is coming down those stairs, and still in the middle of this room, knelt over in prayer, is the individual you now have a name for, Godwin. Godwin. Right? Still there. Take it away. Oh. Tyro, I didn't expect you to be here. Put, I, put, I wanted get to... Voice. Down. Please. I wanted to see if you were um, getting along with the new guild members that I brought. Oh, uh, well, uh, yes, of course. And before we go any further, performance check. I think I get advantage on this as like my my racial trait. Your shapeshifty thing. Oh, that was off the thing. 
Okay. 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 This is a performance check? Yep. 24. 24. Yes, getting along quite, quite well. I was actually coming to look for you. What, what, why, what, you came to find me? Who was running the exchange? Oh, I just stepped out for a bit. Of course, of course. So, so, a quick conversation would be good. I should not presume, I should not presume. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. Just do not, let us not disturb our servants, shall we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can go into a corner. Yes, and he gestures towards the corner you just came from, across that way. Great. Uh, what's your passive perception? Oh, 16. 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're crossing back through the windowed sunlit way, you can see the sun is now just dipping below the horizon. Like, we're entering mm-hmm. proper dusk now. And you can see Godwin is starting to move mm-hmm. that position. You head over to the corner of the room. Uh, it is funny, I was coming to find you, in fact. Mm-hmm. Dear sir, uh, with the arrival of your guild members, I was hoping you had brought perhaps the requisite materials required. I do have them. They're in my, in my boat, and I will bring them Please. before nightfall. Post. Uh, they, they may remain. We will not be commencing this evening, just as long as we get them on the aisle by sunrise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be most preferable, mm-hmm. uh, where I can lead you and your fellows down below to the crypt, mm-hmm. indeed. Haste would be of the essence, perhaps, but yes. far be it from me to tell you how to run such mm-hmm. things. Is there anything else you need of me? No, I just came to check and to say that um, the procedure that we are going to do is a very delicate one. Of course. Of course. So, if anything is out of place, we may have to postpone, and I want you to be mentally prepared for that. I am mentally prepared for any outcome. Whether Yui's body will withstand another failed attempt is beyond the reach of my vision. Mm-hmm. Have you checked with Yui lately? Of course. What's the status? The same as it has been. Mm-hmm. We have not attempted since. Well, I best get back yes, to it. Of course. Thank you. I will venture with you. I must uh, return to my abode before the sun indeed sets. Great. That's great. Fuck. We walk out the doors. Oh, um. (laughs) Just to set the scene, if you open the doors to the chapel, you've got in front of you the statue and the the like little picnic thing that's winding down, Uh admittedly, but literally in sight, in the corner of the picnic blanket, Mm -hmm. isn't. Ilrayard's little stall. Uh, uh-huh, with Ilrayard. With Ilrayard in it. That's what I'm going to do, okay. I'm going to go, oh, and I'm going to turn so that I'm in front of like, him. Like body blocking. Body blocking, <laughs> but I put my hand, on, my hand on his shoulder. Okay. Oh. And I go... It's the Ishtaba touch. Yep. <laughs> and I go... I really trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and then... 
really trust you. You know when the bros have a powwow in Long Island? Like, like the, the morning after, the, I trust you, mate. You can yeah. tell me anything. Exactly. Like, I really trust you, and I look forward to a bright future together. And then I'm going to use my newfound ability of incepting a thought into his mind. Yeah. That... Uh, when I step away, it was just like a trick of the light that I'm all of a sudden over on the blanket. You've been back there the yep. entire time. That's it, like, like he's getting old and he's like, oh wow, just maybe I spaced out. Like that kind of oh. thing. Oh, time is oh, like out a um, moment later. <laughs> I gotta stop doing something. <laughs> <with drugs. laughs> and then I'm that going bender to... last week really took a toll. Just fucking yeet out. Roll me the thickest Ishtava check to date. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. 27. Natural one. Nice. Oh, okay. So, you. I get your You walk out the doors again, sweat trickling <laughs> from this mortal round walking form. Uh, you, you see El Real over there. He thankfully is, is literally like exchanging a bundle of basically like ye olde matches. Uh huh. Um, an invention that Tilly Brightham doesn't have. So he's focused in this transaction, so he doesn't see you yet. And you turn, you put your hand on Tyra. I really trust you, mate. <laughs> uh, and he looks up at you, and you can just see this glimmer of. Like, there's just like a spark of youth, of hope, of something behind his eyes. Mm-hmm. Of course. And with that squeeze, you let some of that. Imp- like feeling trickle into his body, that warmth that maybe even through your disguise, some of whatever he would see if he was looking, you know, under your hood, mm-hmm. transmits there, that sensation of um, connectivity and, and mm-hmm. hominess, before you then transfer that thought basically of senility edging mm-hmm. him closer to your domain by a fraction, mm-hmm. as you just vanish into the shadows of latent dusk mm-hmm. and in that moment, almost draw his attention straight to where Ilrayad actually is. And if you, any of your presence is lingering in this area as you fade away, you'd see him go. <laughs> before quickly hobbling down the stairs <laughs> and around to the back. Of like the, shit, my fucking. Uh, <laughs> back of the house. Cage today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> uh, okay. S- pair of you walk up to the steeple, uh, up the ladder. It, you come out into a fairly small, it's like a 10 foot square steeple that overlooks pretty much the entirety of Brightham, right? To the east, you can see out across to the main field where you'll see eventually Ishtava and uh, Tyro walk down the steps. You can see the exchange happening. Um, the weird across like, the plains. Dip. <laughs> <laughs> and <they're> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to what? him, it was flawless from afar. It was just it was like a yeah, giant it, it was just like, huh? Playing video game, you're watching a cutscene, and suddenly halfway through the cutscene, most of the character disappears except for their eyes on like, oh. the outline. Oh, oh god! Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, or That's like it's suddenly like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's too it's far up. You can just see the feet <laughs> in the air. <laughs> But the number of times that's actually happened. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. 
the camera is just basically on an empty screen with like literally footprints <laughs> of, <laughs> as the asset has moved out of frame. You heard what we said, cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. CD project dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, them and the millions of dollars are crying right now, <laughs> crying in the club. But seriously, buddy, every, all of your releases have struggled with that. Let's maybe let's maybe get mm. together. Um, okay. Physics book, you stupid And then you can see out the um, the western side of the steeple, looking towards the ocean. There is almost like a viewfinder built into the like openings in the steeple. Hmm. Basically. If you line yourself up looking westwards through the westward opening of the steeple arch there, um, there's like some filigreed metal that basically seems to dictate where islands were out if you were looking west through this window. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, this that's sort of this artistic portrayal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm. if you stand here, you This is where to... they, yeah, exactly, that's exactly. Cool. Um, and also, the other big thing is the sun is barely visible anymore. There's just a sliver of orange rippling across this um, you know, churned grey sea. Uh, these clouds still really thickly overhead and now only that sliver of orange visible as it's dipping below the horizon, right? Um, and the only other immediately sort of passively noticeable thing is the air is a lot thinner than it was when you got to the island. Hmm. But you're on the steeple. Night is beginning to is is immediately encroaching. What do you guys want to do? I say for now we wait up here and try to see what happens at night. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Stava, where are you going? I am going to that corner that I went in before. And I'm shape-shifting to a realm-walking kind of pure form of what Ishtava would be. And I want to see if Godwin is still at the... Okay. You... Are you trying to be visible or not? I am going to be visible. Okay. Also, Classic Sam 306, thanks for the gift subs. Oh, thank you kindly. A generous gift. Um, we don't get that sound anymore. So I know we should. I, <laughs> no, I prefer yeah. to be scared <laughs> shitless. The, shit out of yes, us. Yes. Um, the eyeballs on screen scared yeah, the, that scared that me. Didn't get me. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the? Uh, can you roll me a quick stealth check? <sighs> yeah, I'm really good at that. That's a nine. Nine? I'm not trying to be. As no, I just I wanted. That's sort of where I was at. Is, yeah. is he going to latently notice you or not? Um, so as you phase back into that shadowed corner of the main part of the chapel, you can see he's now stood up and is pulling from, sort of nestled in, away in one of the pews, the remainder of his armor, which is clearly like doffing, or donning rather. Really nice stuff. Mm -hmm. Like beautifully rounded, pure marble white looking plate mail with these gorgeous gold inlays. Mm -hmm. Like filigree chainmail, uh, like trim bits and pieces, mm -hmm. and the center breastplate is gilded with this very severe-looking minimalist sun mm -hmm. uh, in the center. And as he gets all of this on and puts a big chunky plate helm on that keeps the visor up for now, he brings this large sword, which is, is 
currently in a scabbard and got it all this like strappy, belty things mm-hmm. attached to it. And he holds onto it, and as the sun finally begins to dip fully below the horizon, still very visible and golden, shimmering through these windows, he holds it up into the dregs of the fading light. Mother of all light, great Potter, grant me the benefaction of bearing this weapon in your name in such a holy space once again. Do you believe in the light of love? <laughs> I can feel something inside me say. Just like what's going through his head. Um, then as he holds it there, whispering, you know, just one last refrain of uh, I bear such an armament in your divine honour. You can see from within the sheath light start to bleed out of the top of it. And he straps it to his waist and begins to turn away from the window to the door when he sort of sees you in the corner. His hand goes to rest on the hilt of the sword. Are you lost? No. I've come to pray. Sorry to disturb you. I couldn't help notice your devotion. Indeed. This is not a safe place to be. In in a holy place? Protected by the mother of all? Protected by Uro himself? And I take off my hood. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What happened? I don't know. So you are ishtaving right now? Yeah, but he's oh, yeah. going to see something. He's going to see something. You take off the hood, and his eyes go wide, and he drops to his knees. Fully like, like, like... He probably looked like Cher. Yeah. <laughs> Tim T-boning <laughs> it. You bless me with your let's, let's just say four. <laughs> In, in my tele- telepathy uh, to to my god friends, I go, I think I'm about to piss mom off big time. <laughs> I take <laughs> my hand and I put it on their shoulder and I do my ishtaba touch. Jesus. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> what are you conveying? Peace and trust. He's trust big time. Earn trust. Roll me the Ashtava check with advantage because he's hoodwinked. <laughs> Fuck, that was horrible. Um, mm, 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll, at your touch, and you, as you send the Ishtava tingle through him, he'll, you can feel him like shuddering under you. Why would you bless me with such magnitude? You threatened to burn me up in your divine grace. I bless all those I love. Are you about to burn this person? <laughs> please, please. By all means, you can, do it. He keeps his head firmly bowed, but you can hear the little fleck, fleck, fleck of tears hitting them. Oh, I <laughs> I was pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What? What happened?" <laughs> to 
be fair, if I was around divinity, I also might. Oh, I might piss shit myself. and piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the great horrors that befall this place, and I have come here in person to see how I can rectify it. You are my emissary here, and I must know your thoughts and your opinion. Because you do know these people. And what the best way forward would be. It is as you once told me. All must proceed exactly as it has been ordained. For the sake of the light of the sun's growth. To spread amongst all corners of the realms. Things must be completed here. When you are praying, do you ever hear the voice of Uro? I do not pray to those beneath you. Good boy. He like, at good boy, he fully like, head hitting marble like down. You know. I lift his chin up. <laughs> oh no. Stained with tears. <laughs> you are not the only one of my brood here. I have sent others to help. It is your duty to trust them. Nice. They will guide you. When I am not beside you. Of course. Bars. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 yep. Shared share power is flowing through me. Literally. <laughs> Show me the path and I will follow. There are three here who will do my bidding. It may seem strange. Unorthodox. <laughs> but trust. Just like you trust in the light and the mother of all and I put my hand on his cheek this sexual tension <laughs> in this scene is really hidden you can hear the like the chainmail rattling as he is like in full body tremors <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear the sound of like a cheek <laughs> that's all that's all we'll just leave it there <laughs> great Your faith in them is mine. Good. And I like Simba. When you as you Simba him here, uh-huh. are you trying to imbue him with a blessing the same way you did uh Polara? Yeah. Blessing of Let's horniness. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay, now I'm not even going to have you roll for this because, because of this. the way this has played out. You do this, and his eyes go starry for a moment, and the light that is emanating from his sword, from the hilt of the sword, from like within the scabbard, from, mm-hmm. instead of shafts of golden light, briefly 
it like trickles out this almost gaseous nebula like substance before it subsides, seemingly before he really notices. Mm-hmm. Convert him. And with that sort of power surging through him for that moment, your will, it shall be done. And then. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. No kid. <laughs> and then I'm going to take my other hand, and I'm going to. He's going to. It's going to be like it was a dream, but it was real. But it's going to be like climactic. You know, in Angels yeah. of America. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to happen to him. Okay. And I then when the light like fades from his eyes, I will be gone. Yeah, of course, of course. Are you, are um, you, can you, you roll me an Ishtava check real quick? Are you bone? What's happening? In the mind. In his mind. In the mind. The mind bone. The best kind of boning. Um, that is a... Thirty-two. Thirty-two? thirty-two. You, like, grasp him and give him this moment. And you literally hear, like, straight up, you guys can hear it in the steeple. You hear something from down in the chapel. Oh! <laughs> uh, I'm just sending a, 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 tel- a telepathic, like, uh, message to Ishtava that just says, nice. <laughs> <laughs> just the thumbs up. Yeah, emoji. basically. Uh... And he said, "Gifts over <laughs> mind." Yeah. With, with that noise echoing, you are gone. Gustavo, you you have left. Elvis has left the building. It with the echoes of that still trembling through the air for the two of you on the steeple. <laughs> that cry heralds the the night. Mm. And you will have seen and heard a very rushed, very scattered exodus of the people in the little trading square there, leaving most of the supplies scattered around. Not the like the actual goods, but the supplies of setting it all up. So scattered around the courtyard there, as night falls and the air becomes icy, icy cold. Mm. And starting in the southernmost aisle, but then beginning to wisp all around the place are these tendrils of like a gaseous mass, this white, black, almost sort of putrid, like almost white green smoke wreathing in certain places as the sound of a small child weeping begins to echo throughout the islands. And all of the sound of the gentle waves of the water the ocean lapping against the shores of the isles ceases as the water surrounding Brightholm becomes perfectly still. We're gonna go on a 15. Oh my goodness. <sighs> go to the bathroom, get some snacks. We have some spooky business to get into. Change your underwear. Uh, Definitely for Goblin. Goblin's well soiled. Uh, Right. 
Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> is the sound on? Um, it is, it is. Great. It is. Uh, I turned it off. I hope you guys got some snacks, got some refreshments. I know we definitely did. Uh, and we're going to need them, at least for the next small chunk of the session, for the evening, as we get into nighttime in Brighthorn. The village is quiet. It is settled, other than the residual howls of, of rapturous pleasure from this poor night. Um, a divine jizz. <laughs> um, the holiest of nuts. The holiest of holies. I'm just trying to help people uh, out here. Yeah, well, you definitely helped him out. That's for sure. In a yeah, number of ways. Hand. Um, to that end, <laughs> when you when you give him that embrace and fade away, where are you fading away to? I have two options. And one of them is very reckless. Do the reckless one. Okay. I'm I don't gonna, even want to hear the non-reckless one. I'm gonna think... <laughs> Yui. <gasps> and I'm gonna go wherever that takes me. Are you telling Bangus me and Mangus! Yeah, oh. I'll be like... Do you want to come meet up with us and, and we'll come with you? She said what she said. I'm just, I just well, say, we're like, I'm gonna go find Yui, catch up! And then I go. Okay. okay. That's fine. That'll do it. Okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. I might be trapped in a wall. Okay. Well, so. You happen first, then we can come save you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like the forward scout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Think Yui. You have the image of the child, the redheaded child face. Uh huh. And you, you Godspeed, you phase, right? Ooh. And we'll come back to you. Cool, great. Uh, you hear that message and you feel as Lars like, I'm gonna find you, peace! You feel Lars' presence. You stop, stop it. See, well, well now, now I mean, begins. Maybe I speak like I'm it's, still Lars. It's the why bullshit. It's the name's <laughs> beginning with why. Yeah. Uh, uh, you feel Shava's presence uh, completely mute. As if no longer on this plane? Uh, honestly... It does like this, you know. If you were standing here and somebody beamed themselves down from the half or beamed themselves back up, which is technically a separate plane, that there's an awareness of that. Doesn't feel the same as that. Okay. But there's you don't feel her nearby. So there's at least two feet of lead in between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question: What's the godly Wi-Fi network called? Yeah. What's the cellular provider? Um, Horizon. Mmm. Right, that's the session, folks. <laughs> I'm on my way. Okay. Your selfish presence fades swiftly. You can see these wispy strands of strange white-black smoke rising from all around the island. This weird, lilting sound of a child weeping, sort of echoing from everywhere and nowhere. What do you want to do? I'm not mouthful. Do you think... Do you think the child is Yui? That we hear. It is possible. I merely wanted to observe what they were doing I at want, night. But I, do, 
I would like to I see. Don't, we don't really need to interfere. Okay. You but then maybe we try to follow Ishada. Absolutely. You stand and watch for a few moments. Uh, and it's in this brief passage of time that you can hear the creaking of the wooden doors of the House of Sacrifice open. And with some metal clanking, Godwin, now fully armoured, helmeted up, walk down the steps into the opening of the courtyard here. Um, He's recovered. A little pep in his step. You, you can't tell from where you are at the moment. Oh, he no. seems steadfast and upright. <laughs> uh, upright? <Yeah>. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, so he has recovered. As his personal <laughs> So he steps down there and he... Has <laughs> his cheeks are a little flushed. <laughs> So bright through his the helmet. His hair's a little messy. His, his right. helmet's flushed. Yeah. <laughs> Bed helmet. Um, he stands at the, the base of the stairs leading up to the chapel and seemingly waits. You can see him sort of look around a little bit as the wisps multiply and flicker in and out of sight. Uh, and you see him draw his blade two thirds of the way before he very quickly sheathes it again. And he stands very still. The only other change is the that sort of echoing crying doesn't become louder necessarily. It just stops being as sporadic. It's sort of now like underscoring the whole thing. This sort of plaintive, almost whining moan. That just sort of echoes through the wood of the village and um, across the placid, still waters. And that to you, especially in Everick, there's an oddness in that, an imbalance in these waters being still. Uh, these wispy rivulets of, of smoke um, are increasing in number, still mostly concentrated on that southern isle, um, but they're appearing in higher quantities around all over Brighthorn. Are you still waiting? <clears throat> You want to see what happens? We can also get a good vantage point. And Unin morphs into a large-ish uh, barn owl that is jet black. Oh, we're going animal mode. Can't, sorry, that, can you change form? Yeah, we can do our animal as forms. Oh, as yeah. an as realm walk, because okay. you can change your your animal form for okay. sure, um, but not the full bestial mode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just quickly sort of almost are pulled into your binary god core, and then are remade in this fairly statuesque jet black owl. <laughs> you fly like an eagle into the future. Uh, and take off. You're just doing loops around the, the town. You look, you're just basically getting advantage, as you said. Closer towards the southern isle. Okay. Uh, as you're rolling me a perception check, please, seeing him turn to an owl, what are you doing? Waiting on the response or just chilling? I would turn into my animal form, but it's so flashy and uh, mm -hmm. noticeable that it's, it might not be a good idea. Is it a dragon? No, it's a Pegasus. Mm -hmm. Jesus. <laughs> so that might that make might make Godwin just shit himself. 
Yeah. I'll wait. God damn. Yeah. I'm. Well, fuck it. <laughs> we said reckless. Let's do it. You're doing it. Yes. You have to do that. No. <laughs> okay. So I'm seeing this jet black, the field. seeing the jet black owl start to swoop, you go, "All right, bet," and like take a running leap out of the steeple. <laughs> Better vantage point. And in the air, you sort of gallop through the sky as your wings, your you know never yeah. wings, reemerge and grow and reform into these almost angelic, larger versions. The same way is your. Does your Pegasus form have a particular shade? Take any particular um, unique qualities? So, it has like it's blue, like uh, the god form that I am. But it has like a black mane. Well, his hair is mm-hmm. black, so it's the black mane, like, or the, that's what it's called. What's it called? Yeah, the, horse's the mane. mane. Yeah, like the the horse's mane is black and it has a tail of black, and the wings are blue. Well, they really the wings on never take the shape of the the element that is yeah, ruling right. that day. So there'll be uh, there'll be lightning. <laughs> there'll there'll be wings, but they'll be coursing through it is just uh, so you know so lightning we'll... lightning bolts. Yeah, <laughs> do, uh, do really just the least. Yeah, the really yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, a, a, a living. <laughs> Equine storm cloud, yeah, practically right as Absolutely. you crackle through the air, sort of Great. doing equine storm cloud is uh, my new heavy metal band. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the one. Hell yeah, it's like dream metal. <laughs> yeah. um, so as you're sort of paralleling each other, doing loops in the sky, one a little more ostentatious than the other. We go higher. Uh, yeah, can yeah. Roll me a perception check as well. Absolutely. I got a thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, with a thirteen, looking over the I south. Also aisle. got a thirteen. Great. If you're focused more on the Southern Isle and you're focused more on the the main thing, you can definitely both start to see that these sort of rising wisps of white-black smoke are taking some sort of shape and beginning to move a little bit. Mm. The ones on the mainland, the main land, the main islands, uh, are a little. It's they're almost wisping and wending a little slower. The wisps in more density on the Southern Island are not only gathering faster, but are moving faster and taking shape more clearly. You can see semi-humanoid structures being formed out of almost these small pillars of fog. Um, just quick um, number, uh, like, quantity-wise. Like, are we talking, like, tens? Hundreds? Uh, on the main, across the, the central, northeast, and west islands... It's probably, I'm going to say, a total of, what, just about 12 across all of those aisles. On the southern, the number of wisps is at least 30 and growing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to keep approaching that. Like, just laterally, or are you descending towards the southern aisles? Well? Mostly laterally. Um, but yeah, I yeah. Yeah, I'm not just taking a closer look. I'm not afraid of what's going on. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, are you oh right. doing the same thing? Or? Oh, the main, yeah, I'm just going to circle and just like keep... Yeah. I'm a god. I'm uh, a god you god. can see, if you're circling over the mainland, you can see that Godwin is once again taken a knee and is holding the, the scabbarded sword to his helmet and is there for a moment before he stands up quite quickly with new resolve, wraps the 
swirl around the belt again and unsheathes it with a brilliant display of light as the blade, basically a great sword-sized sword that he's wielding in one hand, is just like glowing like a torch, right? It's it's bright, well lit. It's not like exuding flame or energy or anything like that. It's just lit up. Mm-hmm. And with that sword out, the little sun sigil on his armor begins to shimmer a bit and he dashes across the aisles, heading towards the nearest cluster of wisps, which is probably on the tail end of the... Oh my cardinal the northern isle the like small one with some houses on it and he's dashing that way as you approach the southern isle this group that was 30 wisps now getting closer to 50 is starting to shift as a unit branching out a little bit but you can see they are taking fully fledged bipedal forms kind of faceless, but they all look a little different. They're moving differently, hunched. They hold themselves a little differently. Basically completely featureless. Uh, but this sound, this is echoed throughout all of them. And whereas it lingers completely ubiquitously in the air, this sound, as it is manifested through each of these figures, is warped and shifted and sounds again just slightly different from each one. But they are moving as a group, and also individually, towards the main island. I am going to land on the, like, if, if this is the, the southern isle and they're going this way towards everything, I'm going to kind of like land a little bit over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just put like, not far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, swooping down, landing, kind of like doing like a transformation mid- Midland wings coming out, and like a like in Harry Potter when like they the, the yeah 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 like, and yeah. Then suddenly uh, Unin's just standing there, um, and I, I want to like are, is there like an epicenter of what is happening? Uh, not yet. It looks like they're moving. They're, all of the wisps, both southern and uh, mainland, all seem to be moving to the same place around the center, of, like that courtyard. A center of like where they're coming out of, where they're, like you, concentrated. It seems in the sort of barren, unused, like pockmarked waste of the Southern Isle, mm-hmm. right? They all start from that same place. They're emerging from there, flickering a little bit before taking form mm-hmm. and moving. Interesting. Do I? Do I sense anything beneath the ground? Roll me a perception check. Could it be an Unin check? I'll allow it. God damn it. What am I adding for that? Uh, proficiency plus uh, your, I okay. believe it's intelligence. I did constitution. Yes, yes you did. Yes you did. Yeah. Um, then it's going to be 17. 17? There is something below the ground. There is something definitely like a source of life below the ground. Mm, nobody goes there. Can I <laughs> hand out just like soft magic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, calling on what I can kind of do with, with the full power of the God Core of like displacing particles, but just trying to manifest that in a more like 
controlled and easy okay, way. Okay, I see where you're just, going with this. Like, just aim t- kind of towards that and then start p- parting the... I'll take another runin check yeah. on how precise this is going to be. It's going to happen one way or another because cool. I like this a lot. Like, basically using that force to localize a disruption, yeah. right? And just kind of like... Yeah. Better. Much better. Um, 25. 25? Yeah. And, like, you're looking through this in sort of a fairly restricted, like, cylinder almost? Yeah. Yeah. Like, enough enough for me to at least see maybe yeah. enter through. So, you, as you focus that sort of particle displacement, the earth begins to break as if it was being dug apart by invisible tools, right? Just shifting apart. And the layer of, like, sort of moss and grass shifts and the layer of soil shifts and then another layer of slightly darker loam and then something tears something like wet tears and a couple wisps back that way completely dissipate the ones that were just crossing the one of the wooden bridges to the main aisle they completely dissipate and as you look as this column expands a bit more and more wisps here and there just like one two maybe another you know couple over there mm-hmm. begin to dissipate you see that you are tearing through layer and layer and layer of uh, humanoid person it's a mass grave um, as you are going through layer by layer as one is sort of displaced and ripped apart before the next one is you hear coming from this hole you are digging a rattling stilted sound over and over again. Grave is not the right word. As very clearly, before you displace each one, every single individual that you can at least see and sense right now under this ground is still alive. Ishtava. As you reform you find yourself in a completely pitch black, sort of warm, humid space. Mm -hmm. You can hear little sort of scritchling sounds around you, presumably from, well, from nothing. It's hard to see. Though, uh, with your just latent dark vision, as gods are going to have, you're clearly surrounded by some amount of soil on almost all sides, though you're in a very narrow, tight, little, shoddily carved passageway mm-hmm. or tunnel. Mm-hmm. A person of any of our statues sitting here at this table would have to significantly bend and hunch over to waddle through this this tunnel. Uni? Ui? Nothing? You don't hear anything. The tunnel extends in both directions ahead of you and behind you. Okay. I'm going to cast Find the Path. Tell me about Find the Path. Find Find the the Path path. tells me where to go. It's like Skyrim clairvoyance, kind Uh of. (laughs) Let me tell you what it does. Slash Odin sight. Yeah. yeah. Just like every every video game, just going like, all right, we we understand that it's very busy. And right. right. <laughs> you need to be able to understand what the what's fuck to do. happening. Yeah. 
Um, the spell allows you to find the shortest, most direct physical route to a specific fixed location. If you name a destination or on, on another plane of existence, a destination that moves, or a destination that isn't specific, the spell fails. For the duration, as long as you are on the same plane of existence as the destination, you know how far it is and what direction it lies. So what I want to do is I want to cast find the path to what I, like the, the end of the, like the antechamber of this tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. You... So that I know I'm not just like going back. Yeah, of course, like the way you came. Mm-hmm. Where the tunnel ends up in, uh-huh. you sort of reach out your sense, you materialize your senses into that pulse of find the path, and it directs you sort of kind of down ahead of you. I follow it. Okay. You follow it. There's more throughout this earth, this just like soft, unmatted earth mm-hmm. that's somehow keeping stable enough to hold this mm-hmm. tunnel together. These like weird like sort of scratching and scraping sounds from around and more particularly behind you. You follow this path uh, until it begins to widen and widen and widen and it takes a dip down before leveling out and flaring out open into a semi-irregularly spherical earthen chamber. Mm-hmm. And this chamber is completely lined, it seems, with little, or at least the, the sides of it, the ceiling, ceiling and the floor are still mostly matted earth. But the sides are completely wrapped around in what look to be crudely etched plates of stars. It's like a, a mosaic in big. If each mosaic tile was like this big, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody has crudely, like, literally scratched away images of like little pinprick stars all over the this whole thing. And for shoddies, they are whatever is going on in this room seems to shimmer. A little bit within those star etchings, wisps of light trailing from them towards the center of the room. Mm-hmm. And what's in the center of the room, about eight feet off the ground, living another ten or so feet up to the ceiling from where this thing ends, is a person. Hands completely starfished, outstretched, legs as well. Incredibly spindly, basically translucent skin. Uh, very, very gaunt, malnourished, malgrown also. Their growth looks fairly severely stunted. Their limbs are not quite the right length. Their torso is sort of strangely placed. And for their complete lack of any body fat, their face still holds a weird amount of almost unwarranted youth to it, despite the aberrant decay that is happening all over the clearly still living human form. Um, and the smell is is horrific. Different than upstairs, not that same like acrid meaty smell, but it's almost, it's like sulfurous mm-hmm. down here and, and um, the, like a smell of human waste, like it's it's not good. Uh, the two big distinguishing features on this person, other than the like undersized rags that they're wearing, are the completely rolled back white eyes, with a couple burst veins in them, head tilted back, with just a few sprigs of dull red hair tufting out from the scalp. 
take my hood off, and in my mind I reach out. Um, I found Uli. Come quick. You do not feel that the message is sent. Um, I'd like to float up in as non-threatening of a way. <laughs> yeah, again, Minecraft creative mode, yep. just like... <laughs> just float up right to them and kind of like, like Glinda the Good Witch, just like land in front of mm-hmm. Uli. Almost like seated there, uh-huh. yeah. She's again like, eyes completely rolled back, focus almost up this way. Take two fingers and cast Greater Restoration and put my fingers in between her eyes. I love it. I love it. Just that gentle Ishtava touch, but more focused, right? Uh Channeling some of that divine power. It's as easy as breathing to you, but it means a great deal to a human body to receive that kind of magical input. This frail human form takes a staggering intake of breath (gasps) and her eyes roll down and it's when the eyes roll down that you sort of can see that she doesn't really have eyelids anymore so the blink happens without any external movement little crust and crease eking from the sides of the eyes outstretched looking almost like above you where am I? Where am I? Be still, my child. What? You are safe now. Who are you? Well, I can't see you. It's all right, it's all right. My name is Ishtava. I'm here to help. And I imbue more of my touch into their face. That, like, peace and calm. Like, I, I, like, pump it more than I ever really have. Crank the juice. Yeah. Uh, And not as much as you did with uh, Goodwin. Yeah, this is a different kind of juice. She cannot handle that right now. (laughs) She stills. Who are you? I've come to help. Help with what? To set you free. To stop this. To stop the bad dreams? Yes, I believe we can do that for you. If I take you down from here, will you tell me about the bad dreams? I don't want to. Okay. You don't have to right away. Is she here? Can you tell me who she is? I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. She, I don't want her to be here. You didn't see her? Is she very tall and spindly? I don't know. Okay, okay, it's all right. It's all right. I'm 
going to do something. Okay. I'm going to cast sleep on her. I feel like you You're going to cast sleep? I'm sure uh-huh. she has three hit points. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, You're going to make continue. her dream? No, 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 no. No, it's a dreamless sleep. It's a, it's a, it's a, a void, a god sleep dream. <laughs> Bong. Uh, yeah. Imagine you, she's like, you don't have to talk about the dreams right now, you, but go to sleep. <laughs> you, it's like you take 10 milligrams of melatonin. Yeah, You're yeah, not just dreaming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blinks. Wakes up. <laughs> yeah, you just like let that, the essence of the god sleep just briefly eke out from you. Mm-hmm. And she like takes a, a, one of those staggering breaths those tearful breaths and just <clears throat> snip snip and I take her and I'm going she, there's nothing there's nothing there are no wires holding her up she's just floating there dispel magic the music stopped at what level that was crazy <laughs> I'm not fucking about here at I'm doing level? it at 8th level <laughs> doing it at 8th level great great so you put her to sleep she, her head lilts, her eyes roll back, so it's just that white. Um, and as she's hanging there, you can almost feel like a magnetic vibration mm-hmm. begin to hum around her mm-hmm. as she drifts into her sleep there. So you quickly, seeing that she's still feeling like, okay, not fucking about, pump that field of anti-magic around you, and all of the plates around the walls, those like star-etched plates, crack and clatter to the ground. And as they clatter to the ground, she drops. And you are very right. The pair of you can suddenly feel Ishtava miles beneath you. Somewhere. You've got her in her arms. Uh Pair of you up top. You've started to see Godwin like just hacking away at these wisps, dissipating blow by blow with the sword. Some begin to swarm him. And as you feel Ishtava's presence, all of the ground, particularly all emanating from the Southern Isle, begins to tremble. And the Southern Isle itself is beginning to rumble and shudder. With... Nope, go for it. Go for it. So last we left off, I is realizing that... Yep. Human bodies. I, I stopped. Yep. Um, and like quickly go down and are they like straight up alive? They, again, this breathing is like wet and raggedy staggering they, a little bit of writhing movement very much as a hardwood, they are all living but on the edge I should also mention that opening the hole here as you displaced it the meaty acrid smell is like if you were a human being you'd be almost certainly unconscious right it's it's heavy and dense and steaming out from the hole uh, like a kettle uh what what are the uh, is anything happening to the the wisps uh, I'm sort of at three different places in time at the moment with the ground rumbling yes but we'll get to that okay. 
It's a lot of emotions. Um. Do I also sense? Or yeah, do do I hear? Yeah. I found Dewey. Something's very wrong. Maybe in the attic. I don't think that that's possible. Right what do you now. mean? What do you mean? The ground is continuing to tremble. The things that you can see in the hole are shuddering. The wisps are pretty much across the board vanishing, or at least becoming these motes of light and streaming back towards the southern isle, where they submerged through the ground. The bodies you can see in the hole are beginning to, just at the seams of the human being, melt and conjoin. Oh, fuck. Think Things are in motion. What is each of you doing? I am radioing Midnight and Highland. Okay! <laughs> Alright, what are you saying? Midnight, something very bad is happening with our purview, our, our sphere of influence, and I need your ass here right now. I don't care what you're doing, you're getting here now. Hyland, you have made a cult. It's all your fault. You haven't answered their calls. I don't care if you have amnesia. You are getting here right now. And then I teleport to the... With Yui, I teleport to the attic. And I seal the, the, the ladder. crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Nobody gets in. I am the director of the Google chat, the Zoom call. I let anybody in. Perfect. You have to stay in the waiting room. <laughs> As you, like, phase into night and travel with Yui out of this chamber, this cracked chamber, as you are dissipating, somebody steps into the room from the tunnel. This woman draped in absolutely, like, crisp, pure white robes with a beautiful black sash tied around their waist, completely shaven head, and this intricate like stick and poke scarred pigmented skull and she steps in sees what's going on wide eyed as you phase away the pair of you you've uh, you received Ishtava's initial message you basically get two responses from, from them and we'll get to that in a minute what are you doing what's going on with Godwin with these. Godwin, noticing the wisps rushing towards the south, is quickly, like, shouting as he goes across the town, Everybody stay indoors! Buy your houses! Lock yourselves in! Do not come out until the sun rises! Do you hear me? As he's basically running across the, the wooden planks, across the center aisle, and then over towards the southern aisle. Um, I'm gonna follow him. As a Pegasus? In the air. Yep. Yes. Okay. Southern Isle is structurally falling apart. Unin's. <clears throat> Unin's material body, like, burns away. And, like, it doesn't mm-hmm. burn like fire, like, just as if it's like just. Singes, just come, becomes yeah. ash and, and f- flies off. 
and he's and he's in full god form. This is my this is my second soft magic. Uh, okay. Ask and it's a bigger one. Okay. I want to focus my energy to like this general area. And essentially what I want to do is whilst still isolating the bodies of pe- like the the life forms because they're fucking alive. While isolating their bodies, I want to do sort of what Tony Stark does when he goes and and expands everything really wide. Oh yeah, like I, the, the screen. Yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. when he's like making like the you. thing and then he's like and he's inside of it. I just I I'm whilst still isolating each body. I, it's going to be just like a a crater of isolated. Any pieces of dirt will become dense little balls. Yeah. Just to like clear. You're basically the way. gonna expand the entire southern island out into separate dirt and bodies. And I'm going to right? keep everything suspended as I look. Okay. Uh, I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna need I'm, a fairly hefty yeah. roll on this one. I'm just. I'm. Uh, I'm very upset. If I'm we want to talk about the, the, the inner life of of Unin. I can. I can see it. Great. So I'll tell you that you're channeling that em- emotive nature, which may be a relative first for yes. you. Uh, something will happen. We are soft magicing this big time. The god of force is taking action. Can he? Can he have advantage on the roll? Um, I think you already did. With oh, do you? I I see what you're like because engaging my, in anger. anger. My emotion of the day is anger. That's the what's. I I will allow it because I think that works well. As I say, something is going to happen here. It's the clarity and the precision which is the question. Yeah. Right? Make that Unin check with advantage. Uro guide me. Uro guide us all. Sure, I'm getting my calculator. <laughs> dirty 20. A dirty 20. Okay. Unin, God of Force. In a moment charged by the presence of the God of Passion, sort of cycling anger through the pair of you. You focus again that displacive power and use it to effectively, as Godwin is running across the island, separate the southern isle of Brighthorn into fragments. Fragments of condensed soil and bodies. You channel it, those displacive particles, and you burrow your energy, almost using your energy as blind sense to dig through the bodies, pull them apart from each other, and just expand the area. Having sending bodies flying into the air, fragments of dirt flying held into the air, and a carved space in the ground that is just 
lined with corpses. Still wriggling, barely moving, that just goes deeper than you were aware. But a good many of them are up in the air, held, suspended by your force. Bodies rotting, withered, and diseased. And notably, while suspended, they are each beginning to sprout tendrils of flesh and congealed fluid. That, given your suppressive force, they can't really move that far, but you can see wriggling, breaching from the skin of these people, these tendrils are starting to try and reach towards each other. You can literally hear behind you somewhere, Godwin stop in his tracks, BY THE GRACE OF THE GODS AND ALL THAT IS HOLY! an aerial view from, you know, bodies flying, writhing in the sky. You have received two responses, one from Highland basically saying, oh, I wasn't aware, but if that will help, I will come. And from midnight, <laughs> you mean Somebody's screwing with our stuff? <laughs> That's what happened. Yes! Uh, I need you. Uh, yeah. One second. Just hang on. And from somewhere across the continent, <laughs> you can hear a great whoosh as two rabbit feeties oh. hit the ground harder than have ever been done <laughs> as a mighty leap is initiated. So you've got two gods on their way. Okay. Good. Is uh, Godwin wearing a cape? Or no, actually. Does he have any? It's just this plate armor and the chainmail. All dangly tabard between the legs. I double tabard, I guess. I'm gonna dive down in Pegasus form. You're gonna you're gonna like grab him. By I'm the... gonna pick him up by my mouth. I'm just gonna pull him out of the. Horse. I'm gonna pull him out of the. Uh, pull him out of the fire. Out of the fire. Yeah. Out of, out of the way. <laughs> you swoop down and snag him up. He literally like. Good gods! Save me from this terror! As he, again, he's getting ready to swing his sword up at you. You can barely see. He's like dangling from yeah. his legs, right? <laughs> but he's just swinging up and behind you. No idea what's even picking him up. But you've got him. You're up in the air probably higher than the level of the bodies. You can hear all this nonsense happening outside that uh, the whining, the, the like crying wail has stopped, but the sound that the bodies are making has changed and is still sort of present. This... Keeping them there. In, in, in a like full fucking fugue state other arm out mm -hmm. and I'm gonna fucking near old man person to my fucking hand excellent yes I love to terrorize the old elderly person <laughs> uh okay give me one what's your spell save DC 
Oh, didn't think about that. My, so, like, my Unin save DC? No, your spell save DC. Eight oh, plus sh- your proficiency bonus plus it's, your... We'll, we'll basically be like, the same thing, right? Yeah. Just using eight cool. So, eight plus... No, I, I was, I've been we'll doing do constitution. constitution. Oh, yes. okay. Um... So eight plus five is thirteen plus seven. So twenty. Okay, uh, you reach out for him, and from a little stone enclave built into the side of the the church structure, uh, you f- feel that his essence and you latch onto it and you pull through it and this man comes tumbling through the air into your hands and it's this dude wearing all of Tyro's clothes except he's like maybe 31 and yoked just this like big beefy dude long blonde hair tied in like a sleek ponytail the staff is like beautifully lacquered with this look wall at the top so it begins as he stares up at the bodies in the sky literally hand your hand wrapped around his throat full god mode I I bore I bore into his fucking soul what is the meaning of this he'd like initially focused up here looks to you and like can't look at the source of your essence like eyes sort of singeing the stars they rotate and they fall and we will gladly give ourselves for such a fate (laughs) and that's what we'll pick up next week Ah. so we've got Pegasus in the sky Hoisting Sir, Sir Godwin the Nutted <laughs> up there. We've got Ishtava sealed away in the upper chamber of the House of Sacrifice. With a child. Holding a child person, a malnourished child person, who is deep slept. <laughs> Slumber. I identify as, as malnourished child person. <laughs> and we've got you holding a. Tyro? Question mark. Uh, in your arms, blinding him with your divinity. And we have two gods on the way. Two gods are on the way. A bunch of writhing half corpses in the air, and an angry woman with a skull on her face somewhere underground. Typical. I did say let's leave it all out on the table, mm-hmm. and we've placed it on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of soft magic. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel, I, I feel like it's, from here I feel like it's, it's, it's definitely like logical. No, no, I'm, of... I'm all here for it. Next week, I'll just say it. I think it would be safe to say, let's get a battle map on the table. I wasn't expecting to need Oof one, but we might need one. All right. Not unless I nuke the island. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, that, we like, did say we, we were going to turn it into a crater. And I'm all here for it. I'm just saying that there's a chance I've, we should. I've already started. Bring we this. Um, and we're all mad. So. Just for the sake of it, I think. Because yeah. if we end up getting into a tussle in 
basically what I'll do, we don't have to like start with it there. I'll draw out a battle map version of Brighthorn to have here, so we have frames so anywhere. Have, yeah. And then if we get into a tussle, we have it there and we don't have to do anything crazy right. mid stuff. That's yep. great. Um, what the fuck, Woody? I texted him, I was like, your, your god created a weird as fuck cult. I, did, did he though? He just did a thing and got made a god and everyone else watched, right? Yeah. So and now he doesn't even remember. Now he doesn't remember. <laughs> thanks, Oldwin. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Papa. Uh, good stuff, guys. We are getting to the a, a crux, a strange, but you know, not not notwithstanding crux of a uh, of this divine campaign here. So tune in next week for another strange episode in Brighthorn. Tune in next. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. New in. New in. This one was new. Nice. In, in you. New in. Is there a noonin? A moonin? No, there was there. Were, there was a noonin. There was tunin. There was thrunin and funin. Funin. I'm pretty sure we saw funin. Funin was fake unin, right? Mm -hmm. But that was also tunin. That was it yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 We tunin was a latter name. Yeah. Fair. 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 This is Nuin. This is I mean, Nuin. No, I'm. We can f drop that. This is Unin. This is okay. This is Unin. This, yeah. this is real. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> this is who I'm meant to be. Yeah, it's about to get bad. You just burnt a guy's eyes off. So, an old dude. You deserved it. A young old dude. Uh. Great, guys. Thank you so much for putting up with uh, a wild and wacky session today. Uh, definitely tune in because it's only going to get stranger from here. As you said, it can only go up from this point. And uh, again, jump on the Discord for some fun updates coming down the line. Can't miss it. Like Much like the new gods here, it only goes up for the bards from here as well. And that's all I've really got. Are we raiding tonight? We're raiding. Yeah. Doing a raid. Yeah. Who are we raiding? Who are we siege? Or besiege, I guess, is the verb. Besiege. But yeah, in general, have a have a great night, everybody. Have a lovely rest of your week, even. Oh, Don't let anybody work good. you too hard. You're worth more than whatever they're paying you out there. I will post um, a message in the chat if people want to copy it. To post when we go. Great. Nice. Nice. Shall we raid? Let's raid Skull for Initiative. There are friends over there. Skull for Initiative. Yes, let's do it. Skull! Okay. Skull! Fabulous. Uh, happy raiding. Happy rest of your week. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. What's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to Bards of New York, to DM Woody. If you liked us, you can catch us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash Bards of New York. Give us a like and a follow and watch us live. Maybe even chat to us a little bit. Or you can catch us on Mondays on YouTube or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for giving us a listen.